right, welcome back to the Survival and Basic Badass Podcast with Kevin and Chuck. Today, we're going to talk about the little things. Um, I guess it gets it can get overwhelming wanting to, you know, start prepping, get organized. It's a daunting task. Everybody's got bills to pay. Everybody's got, you know, things they have to deal with in life that are, you know, unexpected and and sometimes costly. You know, as you get more established in life and a little more prepared, you know, things get easier and easier. And honestly, that's probably part of why we prep um, is it does make life get easier once things, you know, become a little more prepared. You know, not having to run to the grocery store for, oh, I'm out of sugar, you know, or, oh, something simple, uh, laundry soap, you know, oh, we're out. Now, you know, I can't do laundry and I have to drive into town and whatever. You know, the little things that throw you off, the more you're kind of prepared and plan ahead, the less these, you know, things become a crisis, you know. And it's all part of like time. You know, over time, we just get more and more organized and a little bit better. And you kind of learn what things, you know, hopefully we learn from our mistakes or events that keep happening to us. You know, if you run out of laundry soap every other week, maybe the problem is you, you know, that's, you need to do something different. But that's, that's what prepping is. And so it can be overwhelming to kind of just make a decision to, hey, I'm going to get ahead. I'm going to, you know, whatever. But it's like, where do you begin? Um, I don't know. So I wanted to kind of come through like simple things you could do and especially on kind of the beginner budget um, to kind of, you know, get prepping. This is something that you could take $100 to Walmart and get yourself a lot ahead or something that you could spend 10 bucks a week on extra and just kind of slowly build up, you know, your stores and just kind of get ahead of the curve. But so we put together a list and then I think we'll talk about some other things you can do to kind of get ahead. But there's a lot of the day-to-day stuff that could make life a lot easier. I always find one of the biggest things that really catches me off guard and throws me is the medicine cabinet, right? It's always something there that freaking, you know, oh, I wish I had, you know, the, the anti-diarrhea or, you know, or uh, athlete's foot powder, right? That's a big one. You, you don't want to wake up with the itchy feet and be like, ah, oh, you know, shit, I wish I had something. Yeah, especially in a, like a, a shit hits the fan situation. You know what I mean? A little thing like that can be a huge problem. You know, if you, if you, changer. If yeah. you don't have a pharmacy or a doctor you can go to for, for something simple like that, you know, you could really be kicking your at yourself in the ass over a $4 product you could have picked up, you know? And I think the medicine cabinet, you know, you got a good point there. Uh, I feel like every time I go into my me- my medicine cabinet, I've got everything except for what I'm looking for. Exactly. You know, something like nail clippers or something like that, you know, when they're gone or disappear or whatever, you're like, damn it. You know, that really could make my comfort level a lot better, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, one of the things in my medicine cabinet that I can – one of the things like that that I can never find is uh, tweezers, you know? 
I'm always getting splinters or I'm always pulling ticks off of me, off the dogs that, you know, and damn if I could never find them. So I ended up going out and buying like five good pairs and put them right. in all the places where I always look for them, you know? I ended up going on Amazon and there was like, you know, for like six bucks, I bought a pack of reasonably high end, you know, tweezers. You know, I know high end's more like 10 bucks a pair or something, right. but no, I found ones that looked like they would really work and they ended up being good. And it was like a four pack or something for like five bucks. Whereas something, yeah, they're going to cost you 10 bucks a piece at CVS. But if you plan ahead and right, kind of right. think about it, you could get them for nothing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. One of the things that, uh, that I think about, you know, a lot of this stuff, uh, you know, I think about, um, you know, when we're doing prepping and stuff, a lot of the things that we come up with are stuff that you have to rotate, you know, like uh, food stores and things like that. But there's a lot of stuff you can buy ahead of time uh, that's just going to last for a long time that you really don't have to worry about. You know, you can stock up on, on a couple of items that, that aren't really going to go bad. Um, you know, one of the things that I, uh, I, I noticed that there was a shortage of everywhere was rubbing alcohol. Now, rubbing alcohol, you can use for, for, you know, a million different things, you know, whether it's, uh, you know, washing your hands or cleaning a wound or even just wiping down countertops if you, you know, if you don't have regular disinfectant available. And rubbing alcohol, you know, I've got probably 20 bottles of it now. Um, it, it can sit in the shelf forever. It's never going to go bad. And there's a lot of items like that, especially we're talking about alcohol now, um, you know, whiskey and things like that are, are the same thing. Beer's going to go bad. Wine's going to, well, wine, wine won't get bad unless you open it. But you can open a bottle of whiskey and, and close it back up, and it's going to be fine a year from now. It's going to be fine 10 years. You know, it's not going to, you're not going to have a problem with it. You don't have to keep it in, in the refrigerator. You don't have to store it a specific way. Um, rubbing alcohol, whiskey, both, both those items are, are hugely valuable when you can't get them. And after the uh, pandemic or during the pandemic, um, I know it was a hard time finding any of that rubbing alcohol. I was glad I had, you know, had so many stocked up. I haven't had to buy any. Um, right. But there's a lot of items like that. And uh, I think a lot, of, uh, a lot of the time we focus on, on stocking up on food and things like that. And we leave out some of the smaller things that we don't even, uh, you know, don't even think about until you need it. So, you know, one of the things that I, I think is a, is a, one of the, as one of those, one of those must have items is, um, a knife sharpener. Uh, a lot of us, you know, we buy a new set of knives for the kitchen or whatever, and then, uh, they get dull and we throw them in the garbage and go out, go buy another set. Um, I got a, uh, sharpening stone uh, a few years back and, uh. Every time I pull out a knife to do some do something in the kitchen, I just give it, you know, 30 seconds or so on the stone to keep it sharp. And all my knives are sharp every time I go to grab them. And it makes life so much easier, you know. So that's that's one of those things that if you don't have, um, just go pick one up. Not a big deal. They're not expensive. And it's uh, it's real handy to have. Just keep it. You can keep it right in the kitchen. Um Another one of those items that uh, I find that that 
a lot of people don't have is uh, uh, basic fishing gear. You know, uh, it's real easy to, to buy a, a bunch of uh, fish hooks, you know, some fishing line, some sinkers, things like that. And to just have that set up and, and have it ready to go, whether you fish or not, uh, you know, unless you live in like Arizona, a million miles from any lake, you know, that's something that really could come in handy um, if you were having a hard time uh, accessing food. Right. Yeah, no fish. Uh, fishing is definitely, you know, a game changer, plus the peace of mind that comes with it. Uh, right. You know, everybody, when they look for property, you know, they're like, oh, I wish I had something with water and, you know, whatever. It it really, and even adding something like aquaponics or something, if you were in an area where you couldn't, you know, where you don't have the big creek or the lake, you know, right next to you. Being right. able to establish something on your own, you know, something like aquaponics. Because, man, all those water creatures are such a quick growing and renewable, uh, you know, resource, they really, uh, you know, can be a game changer. Yeah. <clears throat> um, a couple other things that are real easy to uh, buy in bulk and, and store for a while are things like uh, soap and toothpaste. Um, you know, so bars of soap are not expensive. They're not an expensive item. You, you buy them, you use them. You know, I know some of you guys are a little bit, uh metrosexual and and you only use oh. like uh uh what is it fucking body scrub or whatever the fuck that is the the liquid shit yeah. you pour it on Absolutely. your loofah and, yeah 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 uh, uh, but you can just buy bars of soap in like a 12 is that a pack thing still? oh yep. yeah oh yeah and it's like six dollars you know what i mean it's not expensive and you can buy as right. much you buy as, that as you want and just right you buy the Irish spring space that's right, Irish yeah. Spring. I'm an Irish Spring guy. But I mean, like a fresh though, Irish morning. <laughs> seriously, though, you can get you can get bars of soap very inexpensive. You can buy them, you know, in large packages, and they don't take up much space, and they're not going to go bad. You know, it's something that's worthwhile having having a bunch of it. You know, in the back of your closet, wherever the wherever you want to store it, it's not going to take up a lot of room. So it's. That's a, another great item. You know, it's one of the things that I, I, you know, have been prepping for a while. I always keep a good stock of that. Um, you know, and toothpaste is the, is the same thing. It's not going to expire in the next six months. You don't have to worry about your toothpaste going bad. And being able to brush your teeth, uh, you know, you don't want to end up having to go to the dentist when you don't have a dentist around. Um, now, you to know. be to be honest, one of your good prepper moves is actually going to the dentist regularly right? and being ahead of the curve. So that way, if things go to shit, dental hygiene doesn't become an issue. Mm -hmm. um, that's really something you don't want to drop the ball on if you want to be prepared in general. So do you remember to keep uh, in the back of your mind that movie Castaway with Tom Hanks and he was stranded on that island and had the fucked up tooth? And yep. Ended up smashing. And that it consumed out. every bit, right? That consumed him. Right. When you know that was going on. When you have that kind of pain, you can't focus or do any kind of work other than thinking about how much your tooth hurts, you know? And uh being prepared for that, being ahead of the game with that sort of stuff, smart idea, you know. Dentists aren't cheap though, you know? 
It's one of those things. Mm. And and they're, they're not fun to go to, to be honest. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's it's definitely – I know when I was in the military, that was one of the things that they always had you doing is going to the dentist, having your regular checkups, you know, having the dentist look over everything, making sure that you could – you know, you weren't going to be in a, a problem situation in, you know, in six months or a year and end up being out in the field somewhere with a fucked up tooth and not being able to do anything about it. Right. That and just lay off the damn sugar. Mm-hmm. You'll be all right. Soda's no good for you. Stop drinking it. Um, how about candles? You know, a lot of a oh, lot of guys are are real into uh, getting their generators set up and getting everything hooked up. Um, and that's that's fine. But if you're a beginner prepper, and uh, you know you're not really concerned about about your power being out for for a month, you know, having a drawer drawer of candles is a is a you know pretty pretty great idea they're inexpensive you can get you know if you you go out and buy those like scented fruity candles at at wherever and you know you can spend twenty dollars on a candle but you can also buy a a big box of candles for 20 bucks that are just regular white unscented candles they're not expensive you know you can spend a lot of money on candles if you want to but it's something that's really cheap and then something that you could you could stock up again. It's not going to go bad, so it's one of those items that uh, I think is overlooked quite a bit. But real inexpensive, and once you buy it, you can set it and forget it. You know. I like it. Um, how about fire starters? Now a lot of people have, uh, you know, focus on these skills where they can, you know, rub two sticks together and and bow drills and all that sort of nonsense but that's great it's a great skill to have uh but the truth is it's it's a lot easier and a lot better to just have fire starters whether it's a big lighter or a ferro rod or whatever you want to do uh again not expensive what do you say matches matches perfect you know those strike on anything matches are really fucking expensive the waterproof matches, those are kind of expensive too, you know, but you a lot know, better and it used in a to be, bad situation. Right. It, it used to be when the world, uh, everybody smoked, you used to have uh, the little books of matches, you know, mm-hmm. everywhere. Every business would have matchbooks. Right. You go get those for free, you were in. It's really a thing of the past. Yeah. I wonder if we need to get yeah. some prepping badass custom matchbooks made up. Kind of bring Ooh, I like back. that idea. Uh-huh. Yeah. Send them out to everybody. Yeah, so that's I mean, a lot of these a lot of these things are are items that you know, you probably have someplace in your house, but you might be a little bit you might not have as much as you as you need long term. Um one of the things that's really good is is instant coffee. It's a little bit more expensive than regular coffee. Um but when you get it and you get it sealed, it's going to last a long time. And if you're the only coffee drinker in your house, like like I am, it can be re- real handy when you just want a cup of coffee and uh, you don't want to make a whole pot, you know? That's uh, one of those items that's, that's quick and easy, and like I said, you can set it and forget it. Um, 
How about, uh, uh, battery packs? Now, a lot of people, uh, you know, I, I'm always preaching batteries. I think that's, uh, it's real important to have batteries. They're going to last a long time, but there's a lot of other battery packs that you can have that can, uh, hook up with, uh, USB ports, you know, so you can charge up the battery pack and, uh, plug it into, you know, say a radio, your smartphone, um, walkie talkies, a GPS, and, uh, I've got one, I got one recently, I think uh, I saw a Chuck with one, and so I, I got excited about it and saw it, went out and bought my own, but it's it's about the size of a smartphone, and you can set it out in the sun, it's a little solar charger, and then you can take it and just plug it into your smartphone, plug it into your GPS, whatever you want to do, and get it all charged up. Um, they're not expensive, they're about 20 bucks, I think, is, is what I saw most recently, and uh, they're real handy to have. Um, you know, if you don't have your power, uh, you don't have access to uh, electricity readily, something like having a smartphone that works or a GPS that works or a walkie-talkie that works is a, a big deal. Um, I know I saw in uh, uh, Hurricane Katrina, um, there was, uh, you know, obviously there are huge power outages there. Uh, somebody had a generator hooked up and they had a, a charger that they strapped onto the, like a, uh, uh, um, what are those called? A uh, surge protector with like five or six yep. slots. And, um, they just had, you know, $20 of charge. They were charging people. So right. you could you plug your phone in and charge station. it up. Yeah. Yeah. For 20 bucks. Now it'd be a lot cooler if you didn't have to give that dude $20 and you could just charge your own, your own shit without having to worry about it. Um, those battery packs, if go online, Look for them, find one. They're not expensive, uh, and they hold the charge for a long time. You can you can charge it up and stick it in your car, and not not have to worry about it. Um, stick it in your bug out bag, whatever you want to do, and uh, you know, good thing to have on hand. Good thing, uh, unex inexpensive, and it's not gonna it's not gonna go bad. You know, it's not gonna go bad in six months. Um, so I mean, that's something that I I use and i i have and uh it's real helpful especially uh when i go hiking and you know out in the woods and things like that uh generally turn my phone off but i bring my phone with me because i'm not a dumbass you know what i mean somebody breaks their neck or something you, you don't want to have to carry their ass all the way back down the mountain you want to be able to get a hold of somebody and, and get some help out there and having something to charge your your shit up uh when you're out in the woods is, is a good idea yeah Nope, not 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 a bad way to be. Um, there is just like I mean, it, there's fire starting, but there's so many other things like foil, plastic mm -hmm. wrap. Yeah, you know all these other. I mean, they're kind of kitchen items, but they're items that pay off. You know, in all areas. Mm -hmm. You know, being able to wrap things in foil and have them protected, or plastic wrap when you need to keep something dry, or you know, yeah. or preserving something. You know, it, yeah, it makes such a difference. And these are things that not, you know, such a big thing in day to day, but when you're trying to get by, I mean, cooking with foil is a game changer. Right. Um, you know, when you're cooking over a fire is what I'm right. getting at. You know, yep. you can, you know, really change the ease of life, I guess. 
Um, another thing to think about, speaking of uh, cooking and eating in the apocalypse, is seeds. You know, nobody yeah. thinks about storing, you know, seeds up front. I mean, I know we think about seeds because we're preppers and it's what we do. Mm-hmm. But people in the day-to-day who aren't, you know, in this world kind of thing, seeds are an afterthought. And do you have a decent supply? You know, they don't keep forever. You know, I know you can kind of get away with up to maybe five years on a lot of seeds, but your germination rate, you know, goes way down every year, you know, you keep it. Um, So it's something you want to kind of be aware of and and keep up to date, Uh, you know, and, and, you know, you do want the heirloom seeds, the stuff that you can reuse from year to year, but, you know, any seeds are going to be better than no seeds, you know, Mm -hmm. that's a good start. Right, right. Uh, yeah, I mean, I have a whole drawer full of uh, full of seeds in my house dedicated to ju- just that. You know, the important thing about seeds is that you keep you keep them, you know, uh, in a dark, dry spot. You know, nothing worse than going out and grab grabbing some seeds that you had stored from last year and finding that they're all, you know, black and and rotting because uh because they got some moisture in there and they just you know just started going downhill. Um, but even just sticking them in, a, in an envelope, you know, writing up what they are on the front of them, sticking them in, in an envelope and sticking them in the drawer. Uh, a lot of the heirloom seeds that I get, you know, I take from my from last year. I'll just write on a on a regular, you know, mail envelope what they are and throw them in there and put them in the drawer. And we're all set for next year. Um, you don't have to go out. They're not expensive. You know what I mean? You could go out every year and buy all the seeds you want. It's not an expensive item to have. But when you don't have the opportunity to go out and buy them, it's great having having some stuff stored up and ready to go. And like you said, you can you can keep them for five years, but it's it's not very hard to replace your seeds every year. You know, you're not looking at a huge expense. Um, I know Chuck and I are both big on uh, on growing your own vegetables. Um, and, you know, if you don't do it and you have the space to do it, I recommend starting starting a little garden. Um, no, you know, it doesn't have to supply your food, but with the, with the cost of food right now, I mean, th- things like that, having a, having a few extra tomatoes and cucumbers, you know, it's a big deal. It's, it's nice to have that. You don't have to run out to the store for fresh vegetables for dinner every night. And I've heard that ugly vegetables are like trendy now. Oh, really? So yeah, they, I see a lot of commercials. So like, Oh, you don't have to throw out the ugly ones. You know, we sell those to people and, and it's great. It's it's kind of like you can talk to your snob friends and your way of giving back. Uh-huh. You're like, I even eat the ugly ones. Yeah. <laughs> it just makes you a better person. Like right. being nice to right. the ugly kid. Yep. It's the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah, I, I'm okay with that. Yep. Taking it home gets the you ugly some girl snob from the bar. Credit. You know? Yep. It's good yep. karma. Who hasn't gone <laughs> out hogging go. once or twice? What about... I'm not sure you're supposed to say that in polite society. <laughs> well, I don't say that to my polite friends. I just talk about the ugly oh. vegetables with them. But oh. it's so these right. aren't your uh, polite friends here? So that's <laughs> I don't think I have any polite friends. Oh, um, man. How about salt? Salt's one of those items that, that can be used for a million and one things. Um, uh, it's good for preserving food. Uh, doesn't expire. Um, you can use it to... to Throw on your icy driveway, so your your 
polite friends don't slip and fall and try and sue you. Um, Chuck even puts a little bit of salt in his coffee. Is that is that right? I think that you turned right. me on to that. In the grounds, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think like uh, Alton Brown, one of those food TV guys, was all about it and uh-huh. uh, gives it that little uh, takes away the bitterness, is what they say. Yeah, yeah. I do a little bit of little bit of salt and a little bit of uh, cocoa powder, but you know that brings up another thing here. Um, things like uh, those little packets of uh, cocoa powder. Um, you know, same thing with the instant coffee, cocoa powder, uh, those kind of, you know, little mix and, and ready to go items, you know, teas in there too. I mean, whatever kind of weirdo drinks tea, you know, I don't support the enslavement of the American people by the British with their bullshit tea, no. but I mean, some people are into that shit. So, you know, good for you, whatever. I'm not gonna, not gonna, you know, shit on you straight to your face, but I might talk shit about you when you're gone. Um, but there's a lot of those things you can stick it in your cabinet, have it in your shelf for years without having to worry about it going bad, you know? And, you know, that's kind of what we're talking about here with this, with these items is, is items that you don't have to spend a lot of money that you can set it up and put it in your cabinet, not have to worry about it again. You know, um, uh, another thing like that, we're talking about hygiene. How about how about baby wipes? Um, when they come in the sealed packages, those last forever. I've I've had them where I've tried to save them. I took them out of the package, did something else, and yeah, went to once get them. Once you're they're open, they're dry. You're done. Yeah, yeah, right. they're, they're no good. But but you, but you buy it in the original it packaging. Yep, it'll it'll stay it'll stay good for a long time. And to be honest with you, um, if you don't have hot water and soap to wash your hands having those baby wipes is is a big deal you don't you don't realize how dirty your hands get when you don't have access to to you know clean water every day or your butt crack for that matter that's right that's right and now just just fair warning those some of those safe flushable wipes they're not really that's a no-go yeah don't don't flush those uh if you want to keep your ass crack clean that's fine but you know, don't send them down your toilet. Do something else with them. I don't know what to do with your shitty baby wipes, but you know, don't flush them down the toilet. You might, you might regret that. And um, by might, you will. Yeah, by might, you will. You're right. Now, uh, how about needle and thread? Um, Little sewing kit. Yeah, I know. When I was in the Navy, I, I. You know, you always have to sew your your clothes. You have to sew on patches. You have to do all sorts of bullshit on your own. And and uh, you know, I got fairly good at that sort of stuff. And I tell you what, man, for for work clothes and things like that, it's real nice to be able to patch a hole in it and keep wearing that old shitty Sex Pistols shirt you got from you know thirty years ago. Uh, but being able to patch up your clothes when you aren't going to be able to go to Walmart, when you're not going to be able to go to the store and just replace it. Um, you know, that's, that's a nice thing to have. It's a nice, nice thing to be able to do and take care of yourself without having to go, uh, go out and spend, spend money on some bullshit that you don't want or need anyway. Not wrong. Um, yeah, no, I have a few more, uh, 
what else? Um, so like scissors, uh, rulers, the nonsense, the little stuff, um, being able to like, you know, they always say like uh, just a bag of pencils, that kind of stuff, you know, things that you can keep notes on the go, mm -hmm. um, a good notepad. A lot of us have that. I mean, I think, you know, if you ever had kids in school and stuff like that, you all have the, the kind of book bags laying around with old, you know, notebooks and whatever. Being able to lay out a plan for your garden or, you know, make lists of, of survival items, things you might need. Being able to write stuff down is good. I know for some of you, like I said, if you've had kids in school, you probably have notebooks out the wazoo and whatever. But if that's not your norm, you know, maybe that's something you need to, you know, throw around is extra notebooks and things like that, you know, and pencils, just able to kind of keep a record. And, you know, I don't know, to me, game changer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I know some of you Marines out there, you may need some extra crayons, right? Right. Um, Sticking them in you know, your you nose. Get hungry, you them. need a snack, yeah. whatever. <laughs> yep, yep. Now, I know those Marines are, are, you know, they're always good for that sort of stuff. Um, another thing that I always keep in my bug out bag is uh, – water purification tablets. Now, we all get kind of uh, used to the fact that we can go to our sink and turn on hot and cold, clean water. And, uh, you know, whenever we want it, we can access it. It's real, you know, it's real nice to be able to take a hot shower and, and uh, you know, fill up a glass of water in the middle of the night and have something to drink. But, um, you know, in a real shit hits the fan situation uh, where you don't have access to clean water, that's a big deal. Um, you can go out and grab some water from your pond or whatever, but you can't, you can't drink it. You know, you can use it to flush the toilet and maybe, uh, you know, wash your hands or something like that, but you, you can't drink it. So you, you either are going to boil with the water, you know, which is five minute rolling boil, uh, for you guys that need to know. Um, but, but being able to get some water now, what you're going to want to do is you're going to want to filter it somehow. Um, you want to get the leaves and sticks yeah, and little so shit out of there. toxins and things, yeah. Right, you so you can run it through some cheesecloth, even run it through, through a T-shirt. Um, and then you're going to want to add the water purification tablets. Now, it might taste a little shitty, but you're not going to get sick. And in a situation where you have a hard time accessing clean water, getting the squirts is not, not a great situation to be in because you're going to get dehydrated. You're going to need to get more of that water, and then you're going to be – just shitting on yourself all all the time no fun you're gonna run out of baby wipes right away now a lot of you guys have those life straws and and a lot of those purification systems those are great they're great but they're a little bit expensive and so if you're starting out uh if you're if you're new to prepping you know having some of those water pur purification tablets they're inexpensive and they last for a long time you can just get them stick them in your bag and then you've got them from then on you're good so uh you know when it comes to things like that i think that's that's really important when it comes to food and water you want to be able to have access to, to decent food and water uh no matter what the situation is that's you know that's really the the staple of prepping is having having access to to something to eat and something to drink and um <clears throat> and not having water, that shit goes bad real fast. Um, if you've ever been dehydrated, you know how shitty it can be and how much it, how debilitating it can be. 
how that constant headache is not a joy to be around. Mm-hmm. No, sir. Um, another thing that lasts a while, a little bit more expensive, um, but uh, protein powder. You know, you can get a, a big container of that stuff. And when you're short on calories um, or you have calories, but it's all carbohydrates like, like rice and pasta, um, having something like that that you can just mix with some, some water and drink, you know, really help you out. And that goes along with uh, multivitamins. Think that's something that's overlooked. Um, you know, multivitamins. You have to be careful, though. They they have about a year shelf life, and they're not going to make you sick after a year. They're just going to be less efficient. You know, they're not going to have all the vitamins that that it says on the bottle after the expiration date. They're going to go downhill. Um, but not bad to have. Good thing to have in, have in your medicine cabinet, and not a bad thing to just take every day because uh, why not? Right. You know, they're not expensive. You're not looking at a huge cost. And keeping yourself healthy in a in a bad situation is always a uh, always big deal, especially if you know if you're surviving on things like uh, rice and freeze dried food that you saved up, you might not be getting all the uh, the nutrients that your your body really needs. So another thing to have uh, have around, and it's like I said, not expensive, easy to do, and uh, great supplement for food when you're short on it. <clears throat> Um, yeah, that's about all I got. You got anything else to add to that, Chuck? No, it seems about right. Um, the thing is to just take the time, reevaluate your preps and always keep moving forward. No, it's not about just adding junk to the pile, you know, but think about what you're doing. Think about your money and your resources because you really can get, you know, so we'll say 10 of the right things is a lot better than 30 of the, you know, a junk. Right. A lot of people buy a lot of the knickknack bullshit, the multi-tools that are garbage. Um, the, you know, the little survival card that's good for anything or whatever. Just, you know, don't get caught up in nonsense, but try and stay on task to things that are actually going to yeah, gonna work. Yeah, I, I see those things, those uh, those uh, little metal cards that you stick in your wallet that are, you know, you can use as a wrench or a can opener or whatever. Right. That's fine. You know, they're 12 bucks or something. It's not a big deal. But the truth of the matter is they're not really good for shit, you know. If you're stranded with nothing but your wallet, then you're in a lot more trouble than uh, what that card's going to get you out of. Right. Just, I don't know. Just think about where you spend your money. Um you know, a lot of people buy these stupid survival books and whatever. I mean, I don't know. I look at them and a lot of it's just garbage. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it might be good for starting fires with the paper. Right. I, I just, I don't know. And I'm not saying everybody that comes up with shit is, you know, dumb and whatever. I'm not saying we're the only people that have the market on it. I'm just saying that think about what you're doing. Think about, you know, where your money goes and, and whatever. You know, just because it's camouflage doesn't mean it's going to actually help you. Right. I mean, just, I don't know, give it a little thought. But anyway, um, you know, it is important, though, to kind of think ahead and and think about, you know, what kind of preps you do and and what's important. I was just uh, talking to the wife and, uh, you know, we're talking about how on I-95 on the East Coast, them getting shut down in that snowstorm the other day. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
you know, they sat, people sat for 18 hours mm-hmm. where they were just stuck in your car. I can't imagine if you have the electric car, how that works out. Cause are you, do you have to choose between heat or being able to get out of there when the time comes or, you know, I mean, that's, you're in a snowstorm, it's freezing. Uh, keep some supplies in your car. Just be aware, you know, start to think ahead. You know, nobody wants to get caught off guard, not having food, not having bottles of water. I mean, I know I'm even guilty of in the winter time. I don't have the extra water as much in the car because it's going to freeze. Mm-hmm. And you're kind of stuck with that. But, right. you know, having food and supplies and being aware of the situation, you know, hey, there is bad weather. I could get into trouble, you know, heading up down this road. But just being locked off in an inner, you know, in between intersections, that's something that can happen. And it's real and it's scary. It's like you do always think, oh, well, I can just get off at any exit and whatever. But yeah, but people who were between exits, they were just shit out of luck. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, nope, you're going to sit there. Yeah. No, and good rule. Nobody came to rescue him. Right. Nobody you know? was, nobody was there for him. You know, nobody could even get to him. Good rule of thumb like that, uh, if you're ever stuck like that, is, uh, you know, running running your car for 10 minutes every hour to, to bring the yeah, heat up. Yeah, warm it up and, and... And, you know, it'll conserve your fuel and, and still keep you from freezing to death. Uh, you want to put on every piece of clothing that you have that's in that car that you have access to um, to keep your body heat in. Now, one trick, though, uh, if you take water to keep it from freezing... Uh, from you know about it'll it'll hold down to about twenty degrees. Uh, add twenty percent Everclear, and then you can get yeah. uh, shit faced and hydrated. And it keeps you warm. Yeah, twenty percent alcohol is is the magic number to to you know twenty percent okay. keeps you down to twenty degrees. So uh, that's Fahrenheit for for all you uh, Europeans. Um, yeah, so. Uh, just that, you know, you probably end up getting shit-faced and dehydrated, but, um, you know, whatever. Uh, what better time and to I'm, get shit-faced? I'm told that, that having sex in the car, you can also keep warm. I've heard of it steaming up windows or something. That might be something you might be interested in. I'm not sure. <laughs> um, otherwise, you guys have uh, questions, concerns, show topics, things you're worried about, you want to hear about can email us at preppingbadass at gmail.com. You can uh, get cool badass gear at prepping or at, yeah, preppingbadass.com. And you can support us on Patreon, uh, patreon.com slam preppingbadass. So with that, stay safe, and we'll talk to you guys next week. The Survival and Basic Badass Podcast is a proud member of the Self-Defense Radio Network. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.